our third and final episode for now about Eitzot and how to improve your Shemona within our grand series of Shemona Explained. So, so far we gave six different focal areas of how to focus your Shemona We spoke about the idea in the first session of Amida B'fnei Melech to recognize I'm standing in front of the king to be meditative and, and enunciate clearly and be involved with each word, totally separate idea. We also spoke about the idea of totally slowing down, recognizing I'm in no rush. And then we spoke in our last session about the idea of inserting personal prayers. We talked about having the Shemona Esri focus around gratitude or Bakashot as a way of giving it more focus. And then we had a very powerful idea of stopping for each bracha. I want to share another two or three ideas and then, and then talk about how we can put a plan into place and where this is all headed. But again, so far, each idea stands on its own. Whatever you take is great. Whatever Shmonesri, we, whatever improvement we make is terrific. Each idea can stand on its own. Go for it. The Chazanish writes that tefillah, davening, is a mata oz shaladam, a strong staff in the hands of a person. Davening is strong. We're shutfim to Kaddish Baruch Hu, and my sabracious. We become partners of Him, right? Hashem created the world, and through our tefillahs, we're mashpi on the world. We change things, how it works. Okay, Ashkavi questions, but tefillah works. Davening works. It's a powerful, powerful scepter in our hands, a magic wand. Mata oz shaladam. I think that's an amazing way to focus the Shemona Think about yourself. Think to yourselves. I am about to engage in something which is powerful. I have powerful. I'm a powerful person. Obviously, based on Hashem gave me that power. Okay. But Lamaisa, right now, Hashem gave me power and I have powers. I'm a magic man. I have this feel that's a mata oz biyadi. A person would, person would recognize, I have an atom bomb. I'm holding hydrogen bomb. I can blow up the world. I can affect things. I can move things. If a person were really mid-bone in that, right, people are powerful. A person feels powerful in the right way, not to take it to a Gaiva place, not to take it to a totalitarian place, to dictate a dictatorial place, but a healthy place is a person recognizes I have kochus, I have abilities, I can speak, I can mashpia, I can do chesed, I can do things, I can get things done. That's what davening is. And when we don't appreciate that about davening, of course it's going to be shvach and, and chetz half-baked. What am I really doing? Okay. No. I affect things to this tefillah. I am powerful to this tefillah. This is awesome. That's a So that is a very strong way to focus and to, to enliven and invigorate our Shemonesri. On a totally different uh, note, in a certain way, at least uh, on the outside, seemingly contradictory way, I recently engaged deeply in the study of the uh, Ramchal's epic treatise on hope called Drush Benin Akivoy. I encourage everybody to get it. You can find it online. You can find it in the Sefer called Otsus Ramchal. A lot of it is deeply Kabbalistic and beyond our reach, but much of it is highly understood. I hope to, um, I hope really to put out a, a kundras on it one day, hopefully soon, uh, in English, maybe in Hebrew also. And I'm trying to explain a little bit with you, Erkenu, some of the depth of the Ramchal, because it's just an amazing work. But the Ramchal talks about there and in other places about how there's a tefillah with kfiyah. There's something called kfiyah to hope, right? There's a muna, a person has belief, which leads to be tachon, to trust. And I think the way it works is that when you trust something, really you hope to them. The person I trust 
can help me is the person I hope to, but I think it's a little bit separate. It's obviously a sister sugya with bitachon, with bitachon, but it's also a little bit different. That's how I understand it. You trust, I hope to what I trust her. I'm yachal, yachal Yisrael Hashem. That's, that's hope. I'm hoping the Rosh, I'm hoping for the Gula, I'm hoping for Hashem to be involved in my life. I'm hoping for these things. And the the beautiful thing is that Ramchal clearly says that tefillah that's with hope is a totally different tefillah. It goes straight up. Kviya is a lesson of kav. Kav is a line, right? You can imagine a line going up. It pushes everything aside. Like, you know, in that, I have a relative um, named Halberstam. Halberstam is, of course, the name of the Sanzer Hasidus, the Heligan Devrichayim was Halberstam. And uh, he's related somehow to the family. And they say when he goes to Bubba Versans, the, the, the waves part as they create the arms of, that's a line. Suddenly, there are thousands of Hasidim all vying for their seats, vying for their place. And Halberstam comes, everything separates, right? That's a kav. That's what kfiyah does. When one dawns through kfiyah, it's a totally, totally different prayer. In fact, another place the Ramchal writes that a tefillah gets tired along the way. When you have hope, you don't get tired. So Ramchal amazingly applies that to a, a prayer. A prayer has to go all the way up. And there are malachim which have to help it, right? There are angels which have to help it. And you know, when you get when the request goes into different hands, sometimes it gets moved and it gets weakened, right? When you speak straight to the king, it's different. How do you make sure your tefillah goes straight to the king and doesn't get tired along the way? Kfiyah, hoping. When a person hopes. Amazing words of the Ramchal. They need a lot more work than this, but just, just sharing this amazing kernel from Rabbeinu Hagadol the Ramchal. The tefillah mitok kfiyah is a totally different tefillah. So friends, that's another idea to focus on. If I can dive with a sense of hope, it's a totally different tefillah. So to focus on that, before I start Shimon Esrei, in the middle of Shimon Esrei, to be myself, I am davening with hope. I'm davening with focus. I'm davening with 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 kfiyah. I know the Rosh has everything in his hands. I don't know how we're going to get out of these crazy situations that we're in. But one thing I know that I'm talking to the person who gave me out of it, the person who loves me. The person who loves Christ, so the person who cares about Christ more than anything else, cares about me more than anybody else. He knows better than me. He knows better than I do what's good for me. I saw a beautiful shot recently from Shimon Schwab. Avarab means a great love. But Rabba could also be like a verb, an increasing love. Hashem's love for us gets greater and greater. Avarab Avtano. Hashem, you love us more and more. And we work makabati to you more and more. We're hoping to you more and more. We know you're going to bring us home more and more. And we know you're going to get all the chatufim out. And I'm saying this is the war still going on. I know everybody's going to hear this. And hopefully by the time you hear this, they'll be out already from a long time and Mashiach would have come already. But but that's it. Tefillah mitok kfiyah is a totally different kfiyah. So that's a totally different focus. So those are the two new ideas I wanted to share in this session, friends. The idea of davening, to, they're, they're kind of the opposite. One's talking about our strength, one kind of focus on our weakness. But Lomashanet, right? The idea of davening with the recognition that I have a powerful staff and I am powerful. And I'm moving things. That's the mata'oz, be'od the shaladah, based on the chazanish. And a totally different key one a person can have is the idea of davening mitoch kfiyah, mitoch hope, kfiyahs, kava, alkene kava, tikva, yichul, kavi Hashem, yaklipuka, kavi Hashem, chazaki yom yitzibacha, the kavi Hashem. Rabbosai, I believe we shared no less than eight different focal areas. And I said along the way that any idea on its own is good, which they are, and any idea can help our Shmona Esrei, 
and you need focus. Now, why do we need these focus areas? Because as I said earlier, and as I know from my own experience, and I think as all of you know from your experience, we're all working together, we're all family, we're all friends. It is hard to do anything time after time and still be invigorated by it. That is not a problem. That is reality. Don't get down about that. So when you choose and you find different areas to focus on, that gives you life. But friends, what happens? Well, that focus air, focal area eventually slows down also. Hmm? So what do you do then? So both I saw an amazing Eitzah in the Sefer. This is called Hadrach of Eitzahs Babodas Hashem. My son gave it to me. And this is, uh, I forgot who wrote it up. If, I think he wrote it up himself. The great Rav Tully Kaplan, who many people know, who was a person involved in Or Samach Yeshiva, and now he's really the father of uh, many great Talmud Chaim Chaim Yitzchak Kaplan, the Mashkiach of the great Hebron Yeshiva, and a Magid Shir in uh, Pachad Yitzchak, and uh, Rabbi Bram Kaplan, who's a Roshiva in Kaplan's Yeshiva, which I'll talk about in a second, and of course, Rabbi Nissen Kaplan, who I'm so to have a warm personal relationship with, who is a great Rav, a very known figure, and he also has a Yeshiva called, I forgot what it's called, that's something, yeah, so he was the father of all them, and his sons are, and I'm sure there might be some other sons and sons-in-law and daughters that are missing. Those are the three I know, but a very great time to come. And he himself was, uh, in his, already in his later years, I think, encouraged me, Rabbi Leibstein, was encouraged to open yeshiva, and he could open one of the flagship yeshivas in Yerushalayim called Kaplan's. What's it called, real officially? I don't know, but they call it Kaplan's. But of course, you have to differentiate between that Kaplan and his son Kaplan, and then his Kaplan. So... But Naftali is a famed Mashkiach person. I think he came from Baltimore. He's an American. And he's uh, a big Obed Hashem and a very respected person, a big Ishkanach, a big man of education. So he wrote the basic kernel of this idea, which I'm expanding a little bit, which is every month, and it's such a brilliant Eitzah, every month have a different focal area for Yishman Esrei. Now, I gave eight areas. You might have other areas. That's great. But those areas will run down. Every month, Rosh Chodesh is obviously a great time to invigorate Yishman Esri. Every month, say, I'm going to switch. For this month, I'm going to, if the secular work month works better, even the Jewish month, depending on you, fine. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about how to, as I like to say, when we work, we work with what works. I think I heard that from Ruben Leichter, Mori Barabi. When we work, we work with what works. So you have your March area, for March, I'm going to focus on slowing down, okay? April, I'm going to focus on personal bakashot. May, I'm going to focus on Amidu of Melech. June, Nisan, I'm going to focus on the fact that it feels matos. Now, what do I love about this Eitz so much? Because watch what happens. And I'm talking just, to, if you can do this, you focus on something, that gives you new invigoration, right? But let's say after two and a half weeks, three way, three weeks, you start to slow down. But now you're looking forward to Rosh Chodesh when what when you're going to have that chance to reinvigorate yourself because you know that's going to be the switching time. And it's organized, it's systematic, it's not haphazard, it's not when things are haphazard. You don't remember when to start, well, you don't, where, where was I? Ezu Shiva, Ezu B, I don't know where I'm coming, where I'm going, what I was working on, where, what I'm not working on. This way you remember, oh, now it's time for this. And I know every Rosh Chodesh. And of course, I would advise, if you do this, to go three, four, five months ahead, six months ahead, and write in your calendar so it's not haphazard. 
Other is going to be my month of this, and and other bed is going to be my month of this, and Nisan is going to be my month of that, and you don't have to remember it. You put it down six months ahead, and then and then and then you put it in, and then you have this constant way of reinvigorating, which is realistic, which is doable. So I love the seitzah. I think it's life changing, and I think it could, it could change a person's shmonasir for his whole life because we're deeply and strongly and practically combating the the mundanity and the banality which sets into Shemones, which of course it shouldn't, right? No one should understand. There's nothing newer than Shemones, right? But to us, there's something, nothing older than Shemones, right? And by refocusing ourselves that way. So we gave eight areas. We gave a big grand eight. So I hope everybody will have tremendous satzlacha in continuing together on this journey of understanding Shemones, right? But also in having and speaking and saying our Shemones, right? On a whole different level. Hatzlacha Rabbah.